Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back, everyone, to Joycast. I am fresh off vacation and ready to work myself down to the ground once again. Val, how was your uh, week off? My week off was very relaxing, thank you, Ivan. I got a fair few things done. Picked up a new voiceover job. Uh, I was gonna say, I feel like you did well. more work. Like you're, you're, you haven't gotten a proper vacation yet. That's gonna be what? <laughs> two weeks from now, you're going to LA. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to LA. I've set up a, uh, I've set up an in-person workshop in the area as well. So looking forward to doing that. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Get, 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 get some, get a little work and play done. Yeah, it's 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 our life. We're Take like, advantage of maybe maybe join some strikes. <laughs> no, I, I was know. just recording. With if, if, if I come across a strike, I don't. Get, I'm on fucking holiday. You know, leave me the fuck alone. I was I was so I was recording with our friend Anthony Morales uh, uh, yesterday, and like he was talking about how these strikes are like the best networking opportunity. Like yeah. he's like he fucking he's making friends with Eric Bauer right now, the voice of Bug. Bunny currently, really? like they just been chilling. Like, like he goes, he basically he chills out the Disney fucking. Um, he, I think he lives like ten minutes away from the Disney studio, so that's where he goes to strike, and he just hangs out with a bunch of writers and voice actors, and they all just strike daily. Like I'll record, he's like, hey, it's getting close to like two o'clock. I need to go out and do some striking. I'm like, oh yeah, do your networking. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like they're they're having a blast. I'm already working. I guess. I mean, I'll take advantage. I just don't want to be like you know. I just want a chill time. I don't want, I say I don't want to hustle and bustle, I'm going to freaking LA, of course, it's hustle and bustle. I mean, you're you're, you're going there specifically to meet with the Lackadaisy crew. Yeah, and go to a party and have a nice time, and yeah, do a workshop. I'm telling you right now, it's a party in LA, Val, you're networking. It's going to be networking. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I already know. You're on a a work vacation, I I would, you can deduct that from your taxes, buddy. It counts. It's already on the... (laughs) I'm Hell looking yeah. forward to it though. There's the there's the travel anxiety, not bigly. Oh, absolutely. I know how you feel. Yeah, it's just I like I've got nine hours in Copenhagen. Then on the way back, it's gonna be twenty two hours in Copenhagen. It's gonna be stressful. Twenty two hours at a layover. Yep, twenty two hours in Copenhagen shit. on the way back. I I had like, dude, I didn't want to either. I was I was looking as best I could for like other flights, but couldn't do it. It was the cheapest flight. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so the past week, uh, Steen and I went to Boise. We always do this an annual trip we do every year. And, uh, this is a, definitely a non-work-related vacation. This is, this is one that we can't deduct from our taxes because Hmm. we specifically leave the computers at home. We don't work. We don't look at anything. We just get away. And I, I, I always hate, like, beforehand, I'm like, God damn, I'm working on things. I don't do it. But when I go, this was an exhausting vacate. We had a we had a huge itinerary. There was a lot going on, but oh my god, mentally I am fucking refreshed. Not <laughs> doing any fucking work related shit. <laughs> but yeah, basically, basically we just went down there to meet a lot of IRL friends and family, and uh, do a lot of climbing. Um, it's funny because we went to two specific gyms. One was Tina's home gym. Which was a smaller one. I wasn't impressed with the bowl because I'm a boulderer, not a top roper. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I'll do both, but I prefer bouldering. Which people don't know. Um, top rope is you have a you have a rope on you called the belay to catch you if you fall, and you climb yeah. much higher. 
Bouldering is closer to the ground, and there's a lot of variations on bouldering. I specifically like to cave boulder. Um, but uh, bouldering, you don't have a you don't have a harness. You're not. That's the one where you like upside down and then like. Yeah, you fall, space. you fall on the ground. But it's a nice usually in a climbing gym. It's a big cushy floor, especially at the ones that we went to were very bouncy. Would you be like four or five feet off the ground or something in the caving one? Well, you can go you can go higher than that, yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but, like, but yeah, that's that. I remember seeing you on those early ones. That yep. were quite uh, they weren't like the highest off the ground, but that's just to like get you into it because this is right. kind of a new thing that you've gotten into, isn't it? Yep. Um, but yeah, so like the one we went, this is the smaller gym we went to. The bouldering I was not impressed by, but the top rope. I don't usually have the top rope, but their top rope they had walls that are like built like a like like, a, like an authentic cliff face. So like there's cracks and and crevices and shit where you can dig your feet and your hands into. To give you a little more extra security, a little more interesting climb, and like the and like the like the wall isn't like flat, like it it can hang, it can go forward a bit, you can climb up some shelves. Why don't like, you I, and Stina? I actually thought it was really cool. Why don't you and Stina write, you know, the perfect iconic rock climbing girls anime that you really want, manga even? Because <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm just a beginner. I don't really know much about it. And again, I'm I'm completely in the gym. But you've got the artistic and creative flair. You both do. We do. I still gotta get paramedic done, buddy. Okay. <laughs> we How got, is that we got going? we're to small here. How is paramedic going? It's going good. It's just because our artist is so busy. Our budget is very tight. So we sneak in as many pages as we can at a time. I'm sure. About it's getting there. Like... It's getting there. I'm. I seen some roughs recently. We are heading towards the finish line. Have you thought? I mean, I know you said you have a tight budget. Have you considered getting like you know more outside like artists and stuff to try and do stuff as well on it? Well, that's more budget, maybe. Like that, mm. hiring more artists is. We don't have that budget. We have a budget for one artist and one specific okay. one who is very fair busy enough. and divided because we don't pay them enough of their full attention. Oh, that's fair enough. That's how it goes. Mm. Um, but yeah. Donate to the Patreon. Yeah, actually, you know what? Sponsor time. This uh, this uh, episode of the podcast is brought to you by our Patreon because we're floating a very close to our minimum, our five hundred. We're getting close to five hundred dollars a month, and those who follow our director's commentary knows that when we get that low, we have to start delaying productions. Our we need the Patreon. It helps get our editors paid and the parodies get made. All right, keep us above five hundred, baby, and then <laughs> we can keep chugging along. Cause joint training is almost done, and then we're. Uh, we're working on another Spikes Family Abridge currently, and I would hate for that to get delayed because that one should be a very quick production, but... I believe you also have some pretty tubular shirts of these backwards echoes. Um, that... There's one production right now, yes. There's another one. Mm. So it's gonna take a little bit of time, though. That one's very cool. But the other episodes are publicly now on YouTube and our, our um, Podbean, you know. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find these backwards mm. echoes. But the shirt. Talk more about the shirt. Oh, the shirt. The shirt is off. That was a limited edition, my friend. Oh, it's already the out. Shirt, it's already done. Oh. The shirt's done. It, and it, it was available between April 1st and May 31st. And well, uh, as the shirt today, is it's very gone. cool. I liked the shirt. It was an awesome ass shirt. Anyone who grabbed that, yeah, got a piece of history. That was a cool ass shirt. Am but I there actually... is a new shirt up now. We have, so it's it's June. So now the Joy Pride shirt is back and it's no longer limited edition. That will now forever stay on the store. So if you ever wanted to comp to one of those, it's on the store, baby. And, uh, but only, well. in, only in June though, we have a promo. You get 10% off if you use the, co if you use the promo code Joy Pride. Mm. You'll get 10% off that. We sell our shirts pretty cheap. So you can, you can bat off even more. Get the hell of a deal if you buy it this month. I think when I... I might just start off actually do a... I might do a pride sale, actually. 
You should. I'm gonna Best I'm gonna move. be getting some new uh, prints out at some point anyway of uh, things that I'm in. Uh, it's literally it's be li like Pride is literally just summer now. All right. Mm. It's time to go fucking nuts. But back on the uh, vacation uh, end there, like I said, the top rope was really cool at that gym. Oh, yeah. But the gym I loved, um, it was called Vertical View, I think. And this is in Boise, Idaho. Um, it's this huge-ass gym. They have a rock climbing wall outside the building. But in the building, they've because there's a height limit for buildings in Boise. Mm. And they wanted uh, more, they wanted higher walls. So they dug it underground. And so these top ropes are fucking huge i didn't even dare touch those stina did she was going crazy <laughs> um but i love their boulder i think that's my favorite bouldering wall now is in vertical view um they don't have a cave but they do simulate the cave with some overhangs and there's just a lot there's a f huge variety of walls and they're very beginner and intermediate friendly um because <laughs> they most most bouldering areas tend to be more advanced friendly which is fair, because bouldering is technically a more advanced climb. Did you see Cody in Boise? I did not see Co Cody in Boise. He lives on the East Coast. Oh, he I thought that the Boise path. trip was at one point for like uh, a few people. Uh, or was that well, a different uh, trip that Peo, you were Peo of? is going to be moving to Boise very oh, cool. soon. We thought he'd be moved in this year, but it, w it just wasn't in the cards. But next year, our dear friend Peo, who composes a lot of the music for this podcast and other stuff, uh, he's gonna be down there, and he loves climbing too, so it's gonna be awesome seeing him down there. But mm. otherwise, yeah, like I said, it was it was a very busy trip, very exhausting, but very fun. And uh, and then we got back, and I just spent the past couple days recuperating, recu uh, recouping, and uh, doing just a little bit of a work. I think. Yesterday and today is the most work I've done since I got back from vacation. Like, I'm kind of, mm. as of today, I'm definitely fully back in the swing of things. That's good to hear, man. But yeah, uh, like I said, I'm on vacation, and then like a week or two, you're going on vacation, so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, a bit anxious, but it should be a really nice time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm already planning my next vacation, too. Like, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not spoiling where I'm going, but I'm definitely going to be on the West Coast mm -hmm. this fall. And that'll be interesting. We'll see how that works out. If I, if I, that might be a quiet private trip. We'll see. But uh, it might, it might, it might be slightly work related. We, this is, this is one of those tax deductible trips. <laughs> but we got to see because it might, it might uh, overlap with another tax deductible trip. Because uh, that's the one. The other one we can discuss is um, we're trying to get a guest by Yomacon, and uh, uh, we, we we leave a link in the description of this podcast if you haven't yet. Please let Yomakon know that you want Joyride Entertainment at this convention. This is early November of this year. We would love to go there. But if we don't, then I'm going to be planning my other vacation a little bit earlier. Alrighty. So that'll be fun. But yeah, that, otherwise, that's it. I don't have much to tell because when you get to my private life, I don't really talk much about that. No. That's true. <laughs> and so I feel, I feel like it's boring. Like It's very interesting for me because I'm living it. But mm. privately, it's like... How much do I want to know? Because again, I don't want to work, and it's like if I if I start bringing up my private life, that just becomes work, and I, I've got there's got to be a separation of church and state. I completely agree with that. 
Uh, what else did you do in Boise, though, besides climb rocks? That was it. Like I said, there's nothing else I want to discuss in Boise, because otherwise it starts to become... A, it becomes more bringing my... my okay, okay. Life that's I thought though there'd be like a little bit more that you want to talk about, but okay then. No, that's it. I just want to talk about the climbing. <laughs> otherwise, the the friends and family is very personal. Ah, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Otherwise, uh, you know what? I we we saw the Little Mermaid. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can talk about that. What do you think? <laughs> uh, it was basic. I I have to say I'm not I I I'm I'm highly against the Disney remakes, mm. but the Little Mermaid I would say is on the better end of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But otherwise, like, I think all the underwater sh stuff was shit. And, but all the on-land stuff, even though it was definitely a very sanitization of colonialism and the, the Atlantic slave trade, um, it was actually quite entertaining. Like, it, they actually kind of added to the characters in that realm. I was like, you know what? That's actually quite enjoyable. Also, I was drunk as fuck. I went, I went, so be before vacation, I went fucking clean uh, for two, I did not drink, I did nothing for two weeks. So I knew that I, I would, it wasn't going to take much to get me fucking faded when we were on vacation. So we went, so this theater in Boise, um, they have basically like, it has two levels. There's the basic level of the movie theater, but there's a second floor that if you're 21 years old, you can go to. And I swear to, it's, so the cost of living in Boise is really expensive, but their movie theaters are cheaper than mine back home, but they offer way fucking more. So even for cheaper than my movie theater, although they get you on the drinks and the food, that's where it gets fucking pricey. Well, that's the way with but all movie they, theaters. But, but they have a 21 old, tw adult 21 years old and older only floor that's in a balcony looking over the theater. Like they can barely hear you. No one can see you. And you can just fucking bring drinks and food. And you can just fucking laugh. So it was like me and Steven and a bunch of other people just fucking yelling at the fucking... Like, so this is a movie that's definitely worth bouncing over. And that's what made it fun. The experience. I'm glad I saw The Little Mermaid at this particular theater. Because if I went to my basic ass theater, I wouldn't be allowed to scream and talk and drink. It would have fucking sucked. Hmm. So yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. And then, yesterday, I saw Across the Spider-Verse. And how At my that? boring ass theater. Um, no spoilers, because this has just come out, and I want to give people a little more I've been kind of worried time. about it, to be honest. They show so many trailers. They've shown so many trailers, Val. And we've made jokes. We've made jokes about the press, about the about the uh, the uh, authentic for animation uh, panic attack mm. and shit like that. I don't know what the fuck this press junket was on or these trailers. They Val, they show nothing. You, they have showed nothing. Anything you are worried about, fear not. This shit is extra as fuck. It's a Tears of the Kingdom situation where. If, if, if Into the Spider-Verse wasn't such a classical story, Across the Spider-Verse actually threatens to nullify it. It yeah. is... The animation is fucking insane. Like, oh, I, no was, doubt I, I, I was literally... I, edge, of your she, she, edge of Your Seat is such, like... Like, it's so contrived. But my god, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I was blown the fuck away by this, Val. I'm gonna it go does have it some issues someday. because people, it, it, it has an Empire Strike Back kind of feel to it, going into it, and you know. Yeah, it's gonna be a part it, one of two, isn't it? Yeah, and th that's the only thing that ruins the experience. Mm. But you know that going in. So then when you start getting towards the end, you're like, oh, okay, come on, wrap it up. I know this isn't going anywhere now. This is gonna be the sequel. Come on, wrap it up. Mm. But besides that, fucking awesome. Fucking that's amazing. Sick. I loved it. 
I hate I'm sequels. I love this sequel. I was more excited for the idea of like potentially Spider-Man not just being the Peter Parker story, but like spanning out into yes. maybe. Yes, like, like Miles Morales and uh, Spider Gwen, very heavy in this one, and mm. and they do some interesting shit with uh, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. Okay, I like Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. Basically, Peter B. Parker's the one who kind of gets shit canned in this one. That that was another one of my complaints because I really like him, and mm -hmm. what they do with him is pretty fun here. But you could just tell they're like, yeah, we've into the Spider Verse story. Is, they got nothing left for this guy. Mm. That's true. Like basically, basically what you see in the trailers, yeah, that's what you get for Peter B. Parker. But everyone else, like, they don't show you anything they're doing with Spider-Gwen. And good, because when you see it, my god, the opening is so fucking impressive. You're just like, oh my god, what the fuck? Holy shit. Because remember when the Into the Spider-Verse came out, they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a Spider-Gwen movie, and this movie, and that? You mm -hmm. can tell with this movie, they went, you know what? Fuck it, we're doing it here. Like, smoke it all if you got it in this one. It's, 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 there's a lot happening in this movie. It's, it's, a two, it's a two hour and 20 minute That's film. why I was kind of worried. It seemed like there was too much happening. Yeah, I, I, like, honestly, I'm not sure how I'll feel in a, in a rewatch. Because, um, when I saw Into the Spider-Verse, I thought it was okay. Hmm. Like, I don't know why. I just, like, I saw it and went, I'm like, oh, finally. Like, it feels like this is the kind of story we should have had. I'm like, yeah, like, we should have had this story a long time ago. Like, that it finally happened. But then with every subsequent rewatch, I've seen Into the Spider-Verse like 20 times. And it gets better every fucking time. And it's one of my all-time favorite movies now. Across the Spider-Verse blew me away on the first watch. I have a bad feeling it's going to get worse on subsequent rewatches. But we shall see. Because I, I will rewatch this and maybe I will start catching more details that I missed. And I'll end up loving it even more. But right now, it's an all-timer. Like, it, it, it threatens to nullify the, the original. Hmm. Like, holy fuck. They took everything they learned, and they did more. I, I, like, literally, I cannot believe this film exists. Like, it, Val, it pisses me off. How, like, I was watching this, I was getting fucking pissed. Because I'm like, oh my god. Some live-action films can't even get one good shot composition. This, the, the shots in this film, there's like a million amazing shots. Like, it's just like, oh my god, holy fuck. Movie, movies are trash, man. <laughs> movies yeah. are fucking trash right now. They have been for a while, though. Oh, they're so garbage, but this is gonna be a good year, though. I, I've heard that there's some good things at Kane's. I Cans hope so. or cons, however you want to say it. <laughs> you little, you little gentrified fuckers. You want to talk about the trifecta? Yeah, I want to talk about the trifecta. Actually, before the trifecta, oh. this, will, this will segue us in. I've got two bits of news. Um, while on vacation, because we ended up having some ample reading time. So there is we, more. Stina, Stina and I backpacked. Um, that's our thing now, just just backpacking on these trips. Make guys, if you can fit, if you can fit everything you can in a backpack, it makes traveling so much easier. I learned this lesson last year in Boise. Backpack, take your backpack on the plane. Don't check your bags in, and just carry it with you. And it's just so much fucking easier. Um, to get a pack efficiently to do so. But we forgot to bring books. And I was like, ah, oh, we have some ample reading time here. We should get some. So we went to a bookstore. And again, I live in bumfuck nowhere, Michigan. So like the only manga we have is like the basic shit, My Hero Academia and Naruto. Um, here, uh, sorry, in Boise, there was a wider selection. And so I picked up Dungeon Meshi um, because uh, they, during because at the time, Trigger announced 
that they were doing Dungeon Meshi and they released some trailers and some promo visuals and stuff. Yeah, cooking and in a dungeon like, oh, or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'm excited. I'm going to read Dungeon Meshi because a lot of people recommended it. That's a very cute manga. Uh, I got volume one. Um, it's just it's just about a bunch of adventurers in a, not a D&D world, but definitely a very basic fantasy dungeon crawler world. Very, very gamey. Um, they lose a friend, they lose a, a travel companion in the dungeon and they're out of money. So they decide to pack efficiently and they go, hey, you know what? We can save costs on food if we just kill monsters, eat the monsters that we kill in the dungeon. And so they meet like a little dwarf fan and he's like their guide to cooking in the dungeon. It's a mix of Shogeki no Soma, Food Wars, mm. and there's a little bit of cryptobiology, bit of travel. It's a, it's a very light read, but very fun, very nice. I'm excited for the manga, for the, uh, for the anime. And I might, if I find more time to read some manga, I might read more volumes of this. Is it long it was, chapters or... I, the pre-sides will like... Long I, chapters or short? It, long chapters, it reads like a monthly, but it's a very light read, very visual, mm. very quick dialogue. It doesn't get very deep into things. Okay. Um, and a little bit, but a little bit technical when it comes to cooking, but it's it's fantasy cooking. It's not real cooking. Okay. Um, so it's very fun. Does it have an um, ongoing like story or is it more one-off adventures? Um, it's a story, it's an ongoing story, but it's, but yeah, it's very surreal slice of life. Like every chapter focuses on a member, at least for the, I read the, only the first volume and every chapter focuses on a um, it's it's a character study on each member of the party mm. but at but with each subsequent chapter they get deeper and deeper to the dungeon so i assume that like eventually like yeah I, I i don't think it's i'm not sure if this this show this series has been completed yet but i assume it's built to last forever and they just keep going deeper and deeper and then when they decide to axe the guy then he'll fucking do the finale but this is this is something that's definitely built to last. It's like Spike's family. It can it, it, it can be filler forever if it wants to be. Not it. Okay. Um. Otherwise, then so that leads into some very interesting manga-related news. Uh, Court and Furuhashi, the duo behind My Hero Academia Vigilantes, it was just announced that on Jump Plus they're gonna get a Spider-Man manga about Doc Ock, and it's about him waking up in the body of a Japanese schoolgirl. Which to me, it's like, I used to read the Superior Spider-Man, which is that run where he was in Peter Parker's body. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, ca I'm calling it Superior Schoolgirl. That's what I'm calling it. Um, but yeah, so this I sounds like, like This sounds like the Transformers. There was a manga where Starscream, like, ended up in, like, a android schoolgirl. Yeah, it's basically that. Like, crap. it's it's clearly just promo for Across the Spider-Verse. But the fact that it's, that it's Betancourt and Furuhashi, like, I'm all game. Like, these guys, like... Are they not the best guys at adapting superhero manga? Like, let them, like, let them cook. Let them cook. I, I will, I will read this, but I will say to the audience though, keep your, te your expectations tempered, because this is clearly just promo. And anytime Marvel collabs with the Jump, they do a lot of collabs. They're usually very short and very like hard parody. Mm. Like they, they, don't, they don't take it very seriously. But with Court and Furuhashi, who knows? They might go super hard on it. I, I, I'm excited. I I miss these guys. I I I'm glad they're back, and it's cool that they're back on superhero stuff. Um. So, but with that though, I think we can segue into um this week's My Hero Academia 390. I really liked it. What's that? I really like this chapter. Oh, this chapter fucking baller. Yeah, the art was absolutely on point. Uh, Todoroki got his big fucking moment where he, he does did. like a fucking ice nuke. Todoroki is cool. Even, yeah. Totally. Always, I, he, as he, you know, I, his development comes together. Where he's like, 
Yeah, you go on. I was just gonna say I've always felt kind of ambivalent towards Todoroki. I, yeah, because he's because he's a not, he's always a non-participant. Where he discusses it here, we goes. I was like, he's he he's afraid to argue because he comes from a fucking abusive household. And mm. here he goes, you know what? Arguing's kind of worth it. And I'm like, yeah. that's fucking great. Like, oh, you got back to the he got back to the theming that I had during the sports festival arc in the abridged series. Where he's like, yeah, you can't hide from this shit, buddy. You gotta fucking go for it. Mm. Oh, and it was really I, sweet. I, I liked it, and everyone looked freaking sick. And honestly, it all just looks like a weird version of Fire Punch. <laughs> Kinda, but that was when he was on fire. Now, he's just an ice. No, even sick now skeleton. it does. Like Even like the, the, like the fucked up Darby being all like, we should I'm all so pissed because Horikoshi's gonna find a way to put die, this- perish. Yeah, like, like this so is like, this is sick. like the, the the all white frame paneling is so fucking sick. I can't wait for the anime to ruin this. <laughs> I, but it's, like these are moments where you just gotta let the manga have it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. Do not the simplicity. Do, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I do not feel. It's kind of horrible. How can I say that someone shouldn't be healed from this? But like no no no. I'm just saying like they're gonna put we're gonna put Dobby into a fucking robot body or Aerie's gonna reverse him. I hate this. Let him die here. This is fucking sick. Let him die being hateful. Yeah. Like, that's the message, isn't it? Yeah. That you gotta fucking move on and forgive, and if you don't, like, you gotta teach the fucking lesson. Let the fucker die. He was a force of nature. Let him go, naturally, man. Mm. I completely agree. I do not want him to, like, you know, have the... We, we've just discussed like this too many times. The whole family here just sitting there all fucked up, and Endeavor's apologizing. He's like, let me have it. I'm fucking sorry. And they're just say, oh man. But it's just a fact that out of everyone, he is the one that should not go back on his shit. He has been fucking vile the entire series. Yeah, like Dobby's gotta go. That being said, if this is if this is our farewell to Ida, if Ida it's Ida tossing Todoroki saying, go on without me. Fuck off. Like steal it's a great, it's a great moment. It, steal it's my a great arc. moment. But don't pretend like this is a this is Horikoshi making a joke about the fact that Ida was just a step stool for Todoroki. It feel, yeah, it. that's how it God feels. God damn it! It's cool shot, fucking awesome moment. Cool shot, but the it's like, ice plane no, is badass. I want Ida's team up with Stain. Come on. <laughs> Ida sorry. has some character. Ida still has fucking loose ends. Let him have it. If this is the end of the Todoroki, if we're not going to see Todoroki for a while, if we just leave it there, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the end of the Todoroki's. Stellar finish. Stellar yeah. fucking finish. Even for Ida, I'm like, this is more than I thought we were going to get of Ida at the end. I was so I was so at peace with Ida getting nothing <laughs> in the finale. <laughs> so I'm not going to fucking bite the hand that feeds. But the fact that he is here now, it's like, oh, man, let him talk to Stain. Please. Those I think two we can still get that. I mean, it feels like, yeah, he's done, I guess. Like, he looks but absolutely But it looks exhausted. like he's done. It really looks like this is over. It, we, we could be surprised somehow. Because, uh, like, we still got, we still got a big we'll bad fight. We'll see getting married to... To Yaoi Rozu, even though they've only talked like on a couple panels together, we've uh we we've still got to have like the big boss fight, and I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna join in. Well, once now, well, as you one. see in the final panel, it's um we've got uh we're getting we're getting our Ochako Toga showdown. Yeah, finally. Except like... we won't because they've done this like a million. He's done this a million times where he shows the last panel with with Ochako and Toga, and then they don't do anything. <laughs> True. I I I want something out of this really badly. I've been looking forward to this. 
I know, but I but let's let's dial it back. This chapter's awesome, but Horikoshi is once again on another break because as I said last episode, I do not trust statements about Mangaka's health. I never trust them. Oh, I'm doing better now. I can digest peanuts now. I do not I don't want my Mangaka fucking shitting in showers. Okay? I don't want this. He needs to fucking rest. If he's got to come back to work, he needs to stop doing this extra shit. Like, because he's, he says he's on break, but then he does a fucking, he does a fucking special spread for, um, team-up mission. Where it's like, if you want to do your fucking, like, your fucking mail-order bride fucking human trafficking lore, do it on team-up mission. The kids will love it. Um, but, but on your own magazine, on your own series, bro, let's wrap this shit up. I don't want you to die. I, I need Horikoshi to be healthy. Because I do want him to come back. Mm-hmm. I've, I've already discussed this last week, so I'll keep this short, but... I am so worried about Horikoshi's health right now. I don't want... I don't want him looking like Dobby at the finish line, okay? <laughs> I don't want that. Um, because I, I really, I'm really appreciating this series in the end game here. I just think, at this point, job. I feel like it's up to him, to be honest. It's, I don't it's, think it's it, up to him. I think, I think it's fucking Jump being fucking ruthless. I've always been at war with his editors, even though the I new genuinely editor he's got think is great, if he wanted to stop, but I still don't fucking trust editors. Man. I think he just views it as he's at the finish line, I think, and he just wants yeah, to Yeah, but he's killing himself. No, die after. Yeah, don't die, like, like, don't the, die after. I, don't die at all. Look, I think, live look, it, live I'm just to make say, another masterpiece. I'm just going to say, if Rory Dragon can go off and, and immediately and there's still talks of it coming back eventually They're in some still form, talking then about I think a Rory absolutely, absolutely they would let Horikoshi, if he is genuinely in dire straits and as unhealthy as he is, take time off. I think it's just down to him wanting to just get it done. Has it been a year since Rory Dragon fucking... It's been a fucking ages. So I really don't think the jump... Like administration, it, that okay. We are approaching the one year anniversary. He, he is a golden Dragon. goose. Horikoshi is a golden goose. I think they would absolutely give him the time if he fucking wanted it. He's just chosen to do this thing where he takes a week off, comes back, does another one. I think that's just what he's choosing to do. I can't believe no way. So that yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just prep. Pre I get, it, I get. It. You're, you're, you're passionate about rest. like workers' rights and everything like that, you know. But what I want to talk about it. is like, is you remind me of Rui Dragon? And like, yeah, it's been exactly a year now. Yeah. You know me, I've been holding out hope, but now, I think it's been a little too long. It's Consider been way too long. Con con considering what happened to Super Smartphone and fucking uh, and Red Hood and the possibility of Fabricant 100 also going out the fucking door. In fact, no, um, no, it's 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 a month. Before a year, yeah. It a was month before it took a year, June, but still. That's June just, 30th, still, 2022. That, but still, that's way too fucking long, bro. It is. Um, I'm so scared. I'm afraid that it come back and people are not going to fucking read it. I I, I mean, I, I swear I heard something. I feel like I thought someone talked about fucking anime or something. Honestly, let no, an anime studio. I, I mean, I mean, screw it. On let an anime I mean, studio take it. Be a freaking consultant on it. it yeah, but yeah, but the fact is on jump. I mean, if you're on jump and you last more than twenty chapters, yeah, you're on you're on the anime pipeline. But yeah, um, no, the we need. I need the manga. I like the manga because I think it's very well framed. It's cute. As I, th hell. I think I love the structure of the paneling. I think the art is very clean. You mm. know me. I like my slice of life. I like my easy reads. Yeah, it's a shame it's not back. But like I said, fact of the matter is, it's just—it's very cute, very authentic. I like its take on things. Mm, but it, my God, yeah. it's been a fucking year, and it was like, 
I know, like, when it comes back, it's gonna be Jump Plus. Like, if they, mm. they've, they've already, they, like, people who, like, the, the Western, um, manga tracking, they keep tracking it as a, as a, um, as a, uh, Jump series, but anything in Japan, it's got the Jump Plus, um, logos on it now. So, mm. like, when it comes back, if it comes back, it's gonna be on Jump Plus, which I think would be better. I think Jump Plus is far more forgiving. Hmm. And I think that's the only, our only hope. For I think is Jump is... Oh, oh, wait, you mean two, two series that might not be doing, like, amazingly? Well, well series would... They, they get a little bit more time. Like, if... if, if, if it if seems that Red, way. If, Red, if Hunter's Guild Red Hood was a Jump Plus series, oh, we'd Hunter's still have Guild it today. Red Hood. We would still have it today. That magazine is far more forgiving. Case in point, uh, Shibatarian... When um, that's fucking trash now. I'm sorry. Oh, is it? It started off very good. I shouldn't. You know what? Calling it trash is so unfair. Rece I, I, Before I, you move on, I'm just gonna I say whenever I think statement. about whenever I think about you and fucking Hunter's Red Hood or whatever, I get the image of loss in my mind. Yeah, but fucking Shibatarian, it's you can tell this guy's very young, and this is a this is he's very new to to manga, and he's just been thrust into the fucking spotlight that is an unenviable fucking position like it's great to be on jump plus but i think this guy's being set up for failure i don't know like I, I wish him the best but this shit is very rough now like the first the first the pilot chapter was fucking incredible and you get this promise of a fucking psychological dark psychological fucking drama and now it's literally just a fucking action chase sequence it's just a fucking surreal fucking story it's a zombie fucking story. Uh, the art's getting rougher every week. I think he's taking a month off now. I'm pretty sure that a chapter just came out this week and now like he's waiting a month because I think even now he's feeling the fucking grind. Six chapters in and he's on Jump Plus. Again, these guys are very forgiving. And so I think I think they're telling him to be, they're telling, hey, hey, you can slow down. Careful. Um, so he's definitely in the best place, but... I don't know. This is getting very rough. I'm getting scared because this is a guy that could, this could go, this is starting to go wrong very fast. Um, but otherwise, um, yeah, my year academia, Horikoshi, please rest. Take a, you take a month off if you must. All right. We'll still be here. We talked about how we were placing bets on this ending in summer. And now I'm like, bro, this ain't ending till the end of the year. Now I'm sorry. He's going to keep taking time off like this. Hmm. That's how it is. But uh, otherwise, um, let's talk you about You see my Chainsaw point, though, about Horikoshi, right? Yes, I get it. Hmm. But um, Chainsaw Man, episode, chapter 131. <laughs> the anime won't be back for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while we were off, uh, they had a um, uh, they had a big uh, MAPPA event, and, and they did nothing for Chainsaw Man. They're like, there's rumors going around that the director might be gone, but that's just a rumor, so we're not going to talk very much detail about that but if so that's a huge fucking loss because <laughs> he he was basically the reason that all fucking worked this um, chapter but, was all very visually cool and we learned a bit more but i'm not really sure what it all i, really I love means. how we are always so divided about what i call the best chapters of chainsaw man i don't know it's like wait so you don't want this to happen and it's like i'm not sure if yes, it makes yes, sense fam uh, fam famine is very nonsensical. That's my big issue with Fam, is that her plans make no fucking sense. No. She wants she wants Asa alive, 
But she's like, oh yeah, she'll stay in the stomach and then she'll starve in the stomach. It's like, why don't you just fucking ask her, man? This is fucking dumb. Um, but, but, why this chapter's so fucking cool is we get more Neyuta. Where she's definitely aware that she's a control devil. Mm-hmm. And she talks to Fam. And Fam's like, join me. Stop I mean, yeah, the apocalypse. She's aware. Oh, oh, wait. Fam knows she's the control I gotta, gotta say, Fam, Fam knows Neyuta's the control devil. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta and Neyuta Nei- talks to her and she's like, bro, I can't. I got school tomorrow. <laughs> and she's like, but if the if the apocalypse... So Fam is against the apocalypse. Because, because pizza if not, and tacos and all the good food. Pizza, tacos, and Chinese food. We won't have it in the apocalypse. I'm like, based. Love this. And Neyuta's like, oh man, that fucking sucks. I'd love to help you, but I got school tomorrow. I just love this shit, man. I, I this is my humor. Uh, I know it's good. It's just lately a lot of the confrontations in Chainsaw Man end a little bit abruptly or almost. Discussed this just, before. This ain't the action yeah. one. I know. The, the, the building shit was very fucking cool. One. We did it. We have dedicated a long time to this fight, and it's just I feel like. But they breeze. They, this is the interpersonal one. This is about character interactions. This part. None of this stuff actually had to happen, though. Exactly. Yeah. Again, fam's fucking shit plans are so dumb and nonsensical. Yeah, it's like if it, this if it, is. I mean, but that's if, if we could it actually no, if we could actually man? chalk it up to fam being kind of incompetent and actually saw what fam was doing and how incompetent fam is. If that's the case, like she doesn't want this stuff to happen, and yet it does go down, that'd be a bit more interesting. But we haven't seen anything like that yet. Yeah, but uh, that's yeah, that's my, that's one of my issues. But yeah, this whole s- shit just boils down to Fujimoto's like, then I just did whatever was fucking cool. And again, at the end of the day, he warned us that part two was gonna be worse than part one. Yeah, but should we really allow him to just like? I mean, you know. I, that's that's why I guess I'm being more critical. It's like, as long just as he's not shitting in a shower, be worse. he can do whatever the fuck he wants. As lo- as if long he's happy and he's healthy and mm-hmm. he keeps making funny shit like this, he can stay on the magazine. Yeah, I mean, it's, jump like, plus, it's, baby. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I still enjoy it, but it's just like, I just want it to be. But yeah, no. Mm-hmm. If anyone's losing patience with Chainsaw Man right now, I can't fucking blame you. I, yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll agree with you on that front. If you're getting impatient with Chainsaw Man and this isn't fun anymore, that's it's still fair. fun. This is, this is a miserable weekly read. Yeah, kind of. This it's is meant it, to be. This is meant to be binged. Is I don't know about that. When's, it's a weekly meme, but if you want to actually read this seriously, this, you got to give it some space. I'm waiting two weeks for another chapter as well. So it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. Fuck you right now, yeah. It was drawn really well, though. It was drawn really well. I guess, like, now the freaking gravity falling devil is gone. I guess. Ah, uh, they it's go back just... to hell. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't hate it. It's just, I'm, I'm conflicted lately on it. I would rather move forward with Denji and uh, Asa's relationship, or even War's we'll relationship with Asa. Then suddenly it's, you know, fam and fucking Neyuta getting in on the action. At this point, at least. Yeah, I just, I, I know, I know what you mean. I, I know what part of the series you really enjoy. Hmm. But for me, it's like, I, I just like to, for me, I just like that Fujimoto continues to surprise me with fun stuff. 
No, I I like you know I like fun stuff. That's why I like stuff like don't come <laughs> you to know, school tomorrow. Hey, <laughs> I swear I like fun. I do like. You gotta fun, explain. But that I you also like want. Fun. I, Maybe I wa you don't like fun. <laughs> I fucking love fun. I I just want it I'm to the also be. I want it to. I want it to be compelling at the same time though. I just like how Chainsaw Man reverses us. Cause you know me, I like deeper shit in my manga. Yeah, same. But something about Chainsaw Man just scratches an itch where like I just like relax. And you're the one who just wants something more and deeper in interpersonal in Chainsaw Man. Where I'm just okay, like, that, well, that's yeah, how I felt about. Let's well, that, that is simply fight. how I felt about the first Chainsaw Man, though. Or well, part one of Chainsaw, the first. I mean, Chainsaw I, again, that, like the deeper shit's what got me in the chain. Like I saw Chainsaw Man initially, I'm like, this is stupid. But then when it got deeper, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I think that goodwill, that good faith, I, I continue to carry with me into this. Mm. Where I'm like, I know this will make sense eventually. I'm just along for the ride. I hope it does, but I also want it to be like, you know, I just paced a bit more satisfyingly, I guess. But pacing? I yeah, you're not... He's gonna take a month off if you want better pacing. <laughs> this has gotta be monthly is issues if you want better pacing. Mon one, mon one Piece was pretty fucking cool. We didn't One learn piece, that. One Piece, One piece, piece 1085 cool. was fucking awesome. I'll, it, I'll let you talk this one, Val. Okay, then. So we cut back to uh, King Cobra. Oh, but not before. I gotta talk about the door page. Frankie directing an army of sea tortoise or sea turtles to the ocean for safety while sitting on a crab that would uh, probably prey upon them. With a big yeah, sign. Yeah, that window page is funny. It's not as hard as uh, Crocs. No, But it's no, still no. pretty fucking cool. I, I enjoyed it too. He's saluting before we get there, them. I'm sorry. I just got some notes from one of my contacts. Because I was like, hey, how's Rui... Dra I, I asked him, how's Rui Dragon doing? Mm. Like in Japan or wherever it's selling. Oh my god, it's still like a top 10 fucking seller. Wow. <laughs> in Japan. It's fine. <laughs> There's only fucking four or five chapters. It's still fucking outselling fucking like most shit in Japan. That's so... Oh, that's... I mean, that's <laughs> cool. But it's just so... It was just so like whatever I thought when I read it. Ah, it's so cute. It's cute, yeah. But I was just kind of like, I don't really care. Ah, uh, it's doing a- I was- I, I I didn't think I was- I did not expect it to get an answer so quickly. And literally I just got- yeah, it sold 200 grand, uh, copies in the past No like, wonder they're months. not coming back. They ain't gotta do <laughs> shit for it to sell. So far- so far this year it's sold 200,000 fucking copies. That's fucking Fucking, fucking Aliens area and all this shit they keep trying to sh push on jump. All this shit they keep trying to push on jump doesn't sell nearly as well. And for- for a series that has been an indefinite hiatus. That is so, like, what the fuck? It's fucking based. Anyway. I like it. I like it when the good guys win. Why are they a good guy? Because it's a good series, and the guys... It's not and, and yet, the though. It, it's very six sweet chapters. Nice. We have no idea if it'd be good. Sometimes all you need is four chapters, baby, to know it's a fucking hit. Okay? <laughs> That's all Jump apparently needs to know. They'll fucking cancel fucking Red Hood, even though it's got a lot of fucking promise in the West. Red Hood it's sales in the West Red are really Hood good. didn't have that much promise. I think you know the that. Was, the art was really The art was cool. Good. It had a based Mommy Milker's Red Riding Hood in it. I like the fucking it. meta humor of that. Ah. Oh. 
They threw a tantrum and said, I'm going to no, kill I, him. I, I, I agree with that. The ending fucking sucked. Like, the ending was like, really fucking bad. When they found bad. out they were in Axe and they threw a fucking tantrum, I was like, based, but also, come on, man. Like, you, like you're one of Horikoshi's assistants. Show some decorum. I'm Hori just like, never, dude, Hori got you canceled could... three times before this series. My hero went off. He didn't fucking throw a fit like it, this. It's more like, dude, why don't you just, like, you know, save all those high concept ideas for your yeah, next Yeah, I, I agree. He's not Horikoshi because he showed that in his attitude at the end, but still. Like, I, I hate talking about how I would have ended it. I probably would have said that the kid fucking goes through that shit and goes, you know what, I don't want to be a fucking hunter anymore. Have his Bilbo Baggins where he has his big adventure and then he goes back fucking home. Hey, I'm go we doesn't have a home. Didn't they, like, raise his fucking village? I, I don't fucking know. I, sure I know the that wolves, the wolves like, killed his fucking... The, 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 the wolves werewolves, kill like, everyone. killed his fucking village, didn't they? I'm sure he saved some of them. Didn't he? It, it has been two years. It was a revenge story because one of the because basically the village leader ended up being a werewolf. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna fucking kill mm -hmm. these fucking were." That's what happened. Is the village chief was a fucking class traitor. And he's like, "I'm gonna swear that like, this guy was my hero, and I'm gonna kill his ass." Yeah, he let the wolves in the village, and then they killed everyone from within or some shit. Or at least yeah. the one did. <laughs> anyway, let's get yeah, back to one, one piece. piece. One piece. One piece. King Cobra sees Eam, and basically, this just spells complete and utter doom for him. They even say to him, you can ask two questions, or you can ask a question, and they will answer it. And when he asks the question, Eam just comes back with, such curiosity teeters on impertinence, it will not be de dignified with an answer. Just goes, fuck you, Cobra, you're in no position to ask that question. I'm not even going to answer it. That is We're how little respect, that is how little respect that Eam has for, like, you know, one of these kingdoms. Just fuck you. Um, and go on to answer some stuff about the Poneglyphs. It, it's a lot of information. This was a pretty long chapter, a very wordy chapter, lots of talking. It was and, good um, shit, though. Help me out here, Ivan. Like, what, what did you gain from this? Or what did you garner from this? Well, VV is from the D clan, yeah, first of yeah, all. That's which that. is fucking sick. Also, we are now experiencing the the, the, the bugification of King Wapple. It's what's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna divide it on this. It's. Uh, I think. I think all of the goofy villains are gonna come back. I appreciate the character economy, mm -hmm. but part of me is like, and I liked Drum Island, but I'm like, I didn't really like. I, Wapple never gave me that much of an impression. He was always just like a burner villain. Like oh, I'm such a piece of shit. I'm here to be punched. And now that he's getting kind of a retribution here, at least like narratively. Well, I don't know, you know man. what? I, there could I, be. We already have Buggy. I don't need another fucking Buggy. One Buggy is a fucking feast on its own. Well, hear and me now out. Gonna keep doing it. So Oda obviously didn't plan for the like. There are people who still to this day go like Oda knew everything from the start. He's like written everything down. Oda knows how he's going to end it, and I know he's known how he's going to end it for a long time. And I said the other week, I believe, that I always imagined that when this shit was going to go down, we wouldn't be going back to people at the very beginning of the story. It had probably become just, like, wholly new characters. Because Oda's been saying stuff like, you know this, um, One Piece starts now. The last 20 years, not even got to read it. You could start here. And shit like that. And it's like you said with character economy, because I said something similar. I just thought it'd be all new people. 
but he's using these characters with such a long history in the series, like Wapples, like, you know, interconnected to Chopper's uh, backstory very heavily. He is Chopper's freaking nightmare, essentially, and the one who took everything away. Vivi is a character that came from, like, the largest, earliest arc of One Piece. Like, Alabaster was, like, what we would have now as, like, a freaking uh, Dressrosa and everything. Alabaster was, like, the first of those when you get down to it. Um, so... I guess it makes sense when you consider that Oda's known how he's going to end it for a long time because all of these characters are obviously... Because he was obviously working at some point in the past with like, how am I going to end this if I if it's not going to be that big and I'm going to have this for like 10 years, like a good 10-year run. Something like that. Yeah? Are you following me so far? Yeah, I'm following. Ivan. Yes. So, can you not hear, can you not hear me? I, I, I can, yeah. So you're following me so far. So it makes sense if he's like going back to these early characters because he probably always intended for them when it was originally like that, that they would yeah, have... Yeah, like, 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 like the, the stuff in me, like, they're, they're, like he always planned for these guys to be in the ending, but he didn't know how they were going to get there. Yeah, and he didn't know how far along this was all going to go. So now it's like Wapple and Vivi are working together, or at least Wapple is... You know, taking that's just, BB that, away. That's just, that's just writing one-on-one, baby. Exactly. Like, you, you plan your point A and your point B, but what happens in between, you know, that's... And, we, and it we, also... We figure it out. We figure it, it out. also looks like this is kind of what has spurred on more action towards the Straw Hats as well, where you've got people at freaking Reverie where a huge terrorist event basically goes down in the government's, like, you know, mind of it. And, uh, you know, you got these two guys being like, yeah, we're part of the freaking straw hat fleet. It's like, what? We got the freaking, uh, the, the rebels. We got, uh, Sabo and shit. Uh, and, and now we've got freaking straw hats, freaking, uh, schmucks coming in here and causing trouble, attacking a celestial dragon. Fuck, we've got to do something about that. Which explains why the government are, like, you know, suddenly on their way, even, like, with more information, it's like, oh, Monkey D. Luffy's there. We're fucking on it. Um, I also really like this bit with the Celestial Dragons, which all look like they embody Logia-type fruits, and I imagine... So, what do you see here? I see what looks like a bull, a bird. I have no idea what it is on the right, but then I feel like it's it looks like there is an awakened user because they've got like the raiment kind of thing on them you've seen I, that like, right you talk about like the uh the world government guys the star the five star elders yeah yeah one yeah, of them that, looks this is the stuff that got a little bit murky for me where they're kind of they're kind of they, they have powers but they're like hiding them yeah it's a bit odd in the way that they do it like i i am also kind of like Oda, why not just... it's, it's trying to express to us the reader that these guys are super powerful count on them to be end bosses but we can't I, I have show always, them just yet i have always thought that these guys were going to be like end bosses to some degree i, I always thought like i feel like i think like for me it was the fact that all oh, these are some stuffy old men like their power is all in control and like if you actually put them in a fight they'd fucking they'd fold like they'd a fold over yeah but oh but, but, but this is the moment now otis trying to express to guys like me who think that way going no i've never thought that Count way on actually. these guys to fucking bring some shit i have never thought that way because one of them has a fucking sword 
Like, I've always thought that, like, yeah, they, they probably have, like... It felt ornamental like, to me. It always felt ornamental. Like, yeah, I got a cool sword. I, I was probably a bit of a kick-ass in my youth, but mm. now I'm just clinging on to the old days. Nah, because they're not, they're not like, they're not like celestial dragons. I mean, they probably are to some degree, but they look like they actually have their fucking shit together and are involved in... I mean, they've, they're, they're the most involved in things. Yeah, obviously. but yeah, this is, this is a, this is a, a primer, like, hey... We, we're not ready. Oda's not ready to show this off just yet, but respect these guys. Put some respect on their power. It's not just it's not just political. These are guys. These guys are physically powerhouses. I will not be surprised if like One Piece will go on longer as well because like. Oh, I told I, you I, five I, years minimum. I maybe you even longer than you. You said Oda, three. Oda I said five. Oda has literally set up like the whole freaking um, the ah, uh, what are they called? the god knights and everything like he set up these guys he's talked about the god knights who are clearly a separate group it's like how are they going to come into it are the god knights going to be Th that's the thought are is oda going to start introducing like you know these things less as like you know individuals and more as like groups so are the god knights going to be like a single crew that the straw hats are going to go up against at some point is the question or are they going to be individuals who we may have met we may already know or entirely new characters. At least a few of them will be, I assume. I mean, I said like Shanks being a god knight, his crew, his entire crew, the the the, the, the red the red hair pirates, being god knights is a very strong prevailing theory. Yeah, but you know also probably, kind of ruins you know also ruins it though. You know also ruins it though, or makes it like a bit weird and it keeps you guessing. And I have been so mixed on it. The fact that there are fucking clones. I have been so I've been thinking on the that clone too. thing for so long. If you're and in honestly, the Lords of the in sea, a way, they got your DNA. In a they way, jack up from the cup. I, I am liking the idea of clones a bit more I as I go I forward. I well, that's the thing. It's like when when anyone can be a clone. It's like yeah, anyone can be a clone, but it's kind of cool the way that they're going to be doing. I was thinking on this really hard the other day and I came to some sort of conclusion. I can't fucking think about it right now because I'm so goddamn tired. But it, I, I don't know. It's really grown on me as we've gone through. Um, I think for all we know for all we know Shanks might have a freaking clone. Oh yeah that was it. Shanks might have a clone because like the person that was at Reverie. I may have mentioned this before. Like we might have been looking at two different Shanks in the time that we've actually been going for all we know. Um, I also think and that, that, uh, that could explain some things, yeah. I, I think that maybe that I will... just like I like autonomy in my characters. I, I think Shanks himself being this complex. Well that doesn't think just because you're a clone. Just because you're a clone. Just because you're a clone doesn't mean that you don't have autonomy as a character. No, no, because no, no, one of those, the if Luffy if Luffy turns out to be a clone of Goldie Roger, I'm gonna be a bit pissed off, but at the end of the day, it has gone the entire story has done a really great job, and I know even the character would feel this way, that he is not Goldie Roger. He should yeah, not be no, defined yeah, yeah. by the is, circumstances one of piece his birth. Is absolutely the anti predestination. Yes, I, I it agree. will be. I'm, that's not my fear. My fear is that Shanks all, the, has a complexity about him, mm -hmm. and you're shaving off complexity if you're going to put some blame on his clone. I know. I don't want that. It wasn't like... really me, Luffy, <laughs> doing this shit. It was my clone. It's like, 
Ah, uh, but I think Shinx for, for all we know, is more complex. For all we fucking know, we'll get a Final Fantasy XII thing where it turns out that, like, the Shanks that we know is actually the clone of a fucking original Shanks or something. And that'll be, like, it, this is in the worst-case scenario where Luffy is just a clone of Goldie Roger or Joy Boy or something like that. Joy Boy is probably the biggest fucking one. You know what, Value, where Luffy, me on this. All where the Luffy, characters should be clones. Of Frankie, <laughs> Jinbei, they're all actually I hate it. I hate it. Of, but of that, older that actually, guys from that the past. Probably, that is probably the fucking case. But they're nothing like the fucking older people. Fucking Emu's that... a fucking clone. Doctor Co <laughs> fucking King Cobra. V I, I, are you being Everyone's sarcastic? Are you being Time sarcastic on this? Time is a flat circle, and we're just telling the I same hate story that. over and over again. I hate that because that's basically what fucking Naruto does. But it's one of those things where One I know, Piece. But, but it's I more think, literal now. I, I don't even know if you're being serious right now because I'm tired. I Two hundred years ago, this story already fucking happened, and it'll happen again. Fucking comedy. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. So they can happen all again. Out of all of them, One Piece is the one where I genuinely believe they would actually address the situation. Because Naruto, like I said, if you actually read Naruto, you'll get there. I talked about it a lot. There are a bunch of fucking characters who are basically mirrors of the current cast. And they never really acknowledge that they're all the fucking same or they all go through the same shit. I think One Piece would actually at least go... Wait, so it's just a fucking circle? And Luffy will absolutely throw a tantrum. I wouldn't be surprised if Luffy has one more fucking I'm done with piracy for like a little bit moment. Did you ever I'm read Trigon? I'm pirates. I want to be a cowboy now. Did, 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 you ever read, <laughs> did you ever read Trigon or watch Trigon, see, the original? He sees clones. Fucking pirates are lame. I'm going to be a cowboy now. <laughs> Dude, I could totally see Sequel Luffy. Sequel One Piece Shippuden in the Wild West. I, I could genuinely with see robots, Luffy doing that though. Because he said he wants to do a mech. Have have you read or re or watched Trigun? Nope. I've, okay. I've seen a little bit here and there in pieces. I know what it is about. But well, in Trigun, there is a segment of the series where Vash the Stampede blows up a moon, I believe, or destroys a town in the middle of the in the middle of the series. Loads of people potentially die because of him, and he basically just becomes a recluse for like a year or something like that until he like gets back out there in the series. And like apparently, this whole egghead thing is gonna be big. Like, Oda's really fucking setting up that this is going to be absolutely fucking huge. I don't know if Oda would have the balls to have Luffy go from being on top of the fucking world, defeating Kaido and stuff like that, to having even a brief period where he needs to, like, recuperate or something. Or, like, have some real deep fucking thoughts on a topic. Because I want Oda to go all out with this fucking series. It's, it's what my friend recently said to me. One Piece doesn't have that much story left to tell. I'm like, oh, Contressa, I think One Piece still has a lot that it can do or should do if it wants to keep... I don't want Oda to end it in three years, obviously. But the man deserves a break and all that. It, it, it's going to be crazy. I, I know I've thrown a lot of theories out there, but uh, there, there's just so much that could fucking happen from here. I've got to... I'm gonna go on a tangent if I keep going. I'm giving myself a fucking head. I say we're at the end of our, we're at the end of the line here. So uh, goddamn, we are. No I, I, I am reaching. Tangents. We had our tangents. I, I think I am reaching like some type of One Piece critical mass with all like the stuff that is about to go on. I know I've been a bit down on it occasionally, but like shit, man. We are on the precipice of something amazing happening. Yeah, th this shit is still so fucking engaging. I do agree with Oda that this is a perfect time to like just get into One Piece. Honestly, it, oh, yeah. it, it's, it is the best time. Thank YouTube for that. Mm, mm. It's fucking okay. Sick. Yeah, that's the thing we should mention is that as of Ooh. um, so while we were on vacation, another thing I should bring up, and this will be the last thing we discuss, is um, One Piece is now officially the most profitable um franchise of all time. 
It just beat Harry Potter. It did not beat Pokemon. It beat Harry Potter. It beat Pokemon. I call bullshit. I'm sorry. I I'm, don't... sorry yeah, 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 I'm sorry. You're right. I, I I didn't get specific enough. Not friend. Not not um. Media franchise, basically like a like a uh, um li literary franchise. Okay, I can believe like, that. Basically, if your franchise is rooted in in literature, this is the most popular franchise of all. Okay, time. I was gonna say, dude, there's no fucking way it beat Pokemon. Because Pokemon, if, if you say by video game, it's Pokemon. But if you say by literature, it's One Piece. I would say just as a freaking franchise overall, Pokemon. They sell the shirts. They got loads of accessories. Yes, no, you are, you are correct. Pokemon is still like by leaves and bounds the biggest dog. media franchise. It is the in fattest cat in the fat cat arena. Yeah, but yeah, but what One Piece usurped Harry Potter. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm so happy. Yeah, and, and, and so Christina's the one that found. Like we were we were talking about this on vacation. I said, "You have YouTube to think about that." I, 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 I I've said this like in the earliest episodes of this podcast that one four kids completely tarnished One Piece's reputation in the West, and YouTubers have been recovering it in like the since the since the pandemic. YouTube has been all about One Piece. Hmm. I mean, pandemic was the best time to get into One Piece. That's true. Exactly, we had the time to do so. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, that's all we got for this week. Um, I'm looking at the calendar right now. Are you gonna be available on the June 9th to record? Uh, no, no, I will. Wait. No. Okay. No. Wait. Maybe I might. Okay, I, I, have, we'll I have a lot to do. I have a lot to do. You have I a will, lot to do. Yeah, I so, will. I will let you know. You know that. So here's what's going to happen, folks. Next week, even though we just came back from vacation, either we're going on another break, Val might be here, or I might get a different guest for next week. We'll see how things are going. Like I said, I'm just getting back into the swing of things of work. I might be gone for two weeks. That's true. So I think in one of those, one of those weeks, I think we're definitely going to get a guest. Maybe two guest weeks. We'll figure it out. But for right now... Work as I'm getting back in the swing of things. This podcast is also just slowly getting back in the swing of things. So we might be going every other week for a little bit, mm. which is fine because you know, so are a lot of these manga, especially My Hero Academia, considering how uh, Horikoshi's been going. So uh, if we're back next week, celebrate. If we're not, relax. Have a have a, have a nice lemon hot lemonade on a hot summer day like me, because we we are in some we are in summer vacation mode right now. Even though I'm mostly getting back to work. But I'm, I might use the downtime to crunch and catch up on some uh, Spike's Family Abridged. Because I know y'all want some of that back. The minute I release one thing, y'all want another thing. So I get it. Um, but until then, everyone, take care. Thanks for rejoining us after the break. And stay with us after the next one. Peace That's out. Fun. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Lackadaisy, Gunbuster, Death Battle, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Motion graphic by Akaro Gabriel 17. 
Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, Hope D. Cruz, Phantom Thief, and Sean Beckert. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans and cast and crew, or early access to all our content, be sure to check out the Joyride Entertainment Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.